Shalom, shalom. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer of Faith, living life in the Spirit. Hope you're having a blessed day today. I'm blessed that uh, we can come around the Scriptures and press in just to hear uh, a little word from the Father and just to, you know, fellowship together and just uh, look upon His face. We are called to gaze upon His face. Yeshua is amazing. If you're just tuning in right now, you know, we're just going to share a word of encouragement. And listen, if you are out of step with God, if you feel you're away from from God at this time, then then stop by right now and listen. We're going to share some key things to be an encouragement to you tonight. Uh, we are talking about uh, tonight at peace with Elohim, at peace with God. So thanks for joining with us if you're just tuning in. Welcome, Russell, in the UK. Good to see you, brother. Hope you're doing well today. It's good that you're joining with us, and we're just getting things set up. So if you're tuning in right now, just give us a shout out. Let us know where you're watching from. Uh, always a blessing to have everyone join us on the live feed. Uh, yeah, good morning, uh, Shelley, all the way down there in Australia. Hallelujah. Welcome. <coughs> yeah, it's good to see you too, Russell. Yeah, okay, let me just uh, set this up here. So if you're just tuning in, just give us a shout out. Let us know that you are watching. And uh, it's it's all about fellowship. It's about coming to a place where we can press in together. We can stand together to see his kingdom, go his kingdom come and his will done. You know, we need encouragement from the body of Messiah. We need each other. And, you know, never find yourself in the place where, you know, you think that you can just go this walk on your own. Well, it's just me and the Holy Spirit. You know, we need each other. There's nothing more encouraging than walking with each other. Listen, you know, you could put me on a desert island for 20 years. I'd be happy, you know, because there's. it's just an amazing it's amazing to spend time in the presence of Yehovah. But I know the reality, even though I'd be happy, because we all just want to be uh, in the presence of Yehovah. Don't people just complicate your relationship with God? <laughs> is, that, uh, is that true of anyone else, or am I out here on my own, you know? Wouldn't the world just be so much better if there was no people on it, just yourself and, you know, of course your dog. You've got to have your dog, your faithful companion, you know? But no, we need each other. We're called to be an encouragement to each other, to be a blessing. Um, you know, when Adam was going around naming all the animals, you know, he was looking at where is, where's his mate? Where's his compatibility? And what a blessing it is that we can walk together in faith, uh, in relationship, that we can be united in Yeshua. Welcome, Esther, as well, in Australia. Uh, we've got Jeff in, where are you, Jeff, tonight? Are you in PA still, uh, in the USA? Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. Yeah, so we need each other. So, you know, we can get upset with each other from time to time, you know. But let me tell you something. If You know, the Bible clearly says man will let you down. So don't put your trust in man. You put your trust in Yehovah. He's the one who will carry you through. So don't be afraid uh, um, of what man can do to you. What we want to recognize is what Elohim can do to us. 
what's important. So how do we stand before Yehovah? That's what we want to hit on a little bit here tonight as we share from the Word. We are going to read from Isaiah chapter 50 tonight. And mainly because, you know, how many times over these past few weeks am I given the statement that I've set my face like a flint? Have you set your face like a flint? Well, in the scripture we're going to read tonight, we're going to mention the verse and we're going to see the context of which it is written. You know, we are surrounded by what? We're surrounded by evil. We're surrounded by people who don't have your good intentions at heart. So what a joy it is to come and fellowship with like-minded believers so that we can walk in the shalom of Yehovah. Right now you can just push out all of that uh, turmoil, uh, whatever's going on in your life. You know, you know. I'm, I'm blessed. Listen, I couldn't get depressed if my life depended upon it. But that's just because I believe that the word is strong within my life. And, you know, I'm not going to conform to stroking the flesh. I want to get to the place where I'm fixed on who he is, that we will set our face like a flint. Hallelujah. Welcome, Lola. Thanks for joining with us tonight. Good to see you. So, Father, we want to thank you for this day. We just want to release a mighty outpouring of your Ruach HaKodesh and your word as we are preparing for Shavuot for uh, this weekend. Father, we ask that you will uh, prepare our hearts and that this will not just be another uh, feast day, but this is truly a divine appointment in your presence that we will come into your presence with the right heart and whatever things need to get dealt with. Father, we don't want to build up all of uh, the things that uh, disgust you, but we want to be washed. We want to be cleansed. We want to come before you purified in Yeshua's name. So we want to release Father, your wisdom over our lives. So what do we do? We break the assignments of the enemy against every one of us. We say, Chasatan, it is not about you. We break your assignments and we release the victory in Messiah over our lives. That we have the mind of Messiah and that the Ruach HaKodesh, his Holy Spirit, will guide us into truth. And the knowing of the truth will set you free. No, that's not what it says. What does it say? It says, then the knowing of the truth will set you free. Well, what's before the then in John chapter 8? I know there's a few of you out there shouting out. You know, you know the answer already. You know, if you hold to my teachings, this is Yeshua speaking. If you hold to my teachings, you really are my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Why? Because the truth is found in Messiah. If you're just tuning in right now and you know you're involved in other religions and Judaism, Hinduism, Buddhism, different types of religions, I want to encourage you. It is time to inquire of the Messiah. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He's the Son of the Lord Most High. And we need to receive him. We need to be born again of the Spirit. And that can only be done through the works of Yeshua, the Messiah, who says what? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, I tell you, we're, we're just uh, preaching in here. Did we pray, Russell? <laughs> 
Russell, I really appreciate you being there. I see we've got John 8, and you, you always post what scriptures we're reading. But can you just post sometimes, if I, if I pray, just say, yeah, we prayed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, we're praising the name of Yeshua, the Messiah. Communication with him is prayer. It's not just about, you know, combining all the words together in Yeshua's name. No, we just, we are in fellowship with him. Yes, so we have prayed. We have asked for him to guide our time. You know, sometimes I, I forget what's going on here. You know, we're we're flowing here without notes. We're just pressing in. And, um, you know, we've got a couple of little thoughts that the Father has placed. And uh, that's just what we're going to run on, you know. So John 8, uh, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And I just want to encourage you, never forget that, that if you hold to my teachings, what does it mean to hold to the teachings of Yeshua? What does it mean to hold? It means that you you don't just read the teaching and it's just out there. No, you, you want to hold it. You want to make it a part of who you are. You know, the whole world is where it's in his hands. He has the whole world in his hands. You know, he cares for us. You know, we, we press him, we recognize who the Father is, who the Messiah is, and we need him. We are called to take hold of the word, take hold of the hem of his garment, uh, garment his seatsy. And that's how we see the healing of the woman with the issue of blood. We step out in faith. We want to partake of the word. And uh, we mentioned a couple of days ago, just re- laying down a basic foundation of the gospel of the kingdom in simplistic form, but, but just really making it clear, the gospel of the kingdom is about marriage. The whole scripture is about marriage. That's why love is above all things. You know, what what's going to pass away? Faith, hope is going to pass away, but love will remain forever. It's about the marriage. Hallelujah. So we have got to really press in and, and recognize the importance of who we are in him. What a blessing it is to know the Lord God Almighty and to walk in his ways and you know, it talks about my sheep know my voice. We need to know what he is saying to us and respond to his uh, word. It says in John ten sixteen about sheep. I have other sheep which are not of this fold. I must bring them also and they will hear my voice and they will become one flock with one shepherd. And this is a clear message that we see in John chapter 10. And, you know, what are we seeing in John chapter 10? We're seeing something very important. It is, uh, you you know, they'll become one flock with one shepherd. This is not a confusion that we're seeing coming together. We are seeing the blessings come together. And in 10.10, what's it talk about? The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Why? Because I am the good shepherd. He is the good shepherd. You know, this is something to take hold. You know, Yeshua is speaking here in John chapter 10. You know, he's the good shepherd. Verse 11, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Well, we know that's what Yeshua did. The hired hand 
is not the shepherd who owns the sheep. So when he sees uh, a wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. And these are the, the, the decisive, divisive schemes of the enemy. You know, what is the enemy seeking to do? He's seeking to steal, kill, and destroy. But we have a good shepherd. The Messiah is the good shepherd. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. Cares nothing. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep. Hallelujah. You know, someone needs to hear that right now. This is what Yeshua is saying. I'm the good shepherd and I know my sheep. You are known. You're not insignificant. You can't. You matter. And when you're around people, if you're around people and they are pushing you down and they're trying to devalue you, you know, oh, you're, you're worthless, you're useless, you're this, you're that. You know what? We break those curses in Yeshua's name and we thank you, Father, that we are known by the good shepherd we are known and Yeshua we give you permission to guide our lives we take hold of you and we ask you to lead us because when the enemy comes when that wolf comes if if the shepherd is not there the sheep will scatter and you know one thing we have to understand about this we have to understand that we have got to remain with him that's where our safety is so you feel that you're in a place where you're vulnerable you don't feel safe then i want to invite you to come to the place where we press in and you know why is this scripture so important you know because it talks about i have sheep that are not of this fold which we see in verse uh, 16 but let's just go to 15 or 4 let's just read from 14 through just to put it in context i'm the good shepherd i know my sheep and my sheep know me just as the father knows me i have known the father and i lay down my life for the sheep i have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen i must bring them also they too will listen to my voice and there and they will be one flock and one shepherd hallelujah the reason my father loves me is that i lay down my life only to take it up again no one takes it from me but i lay it down of my own accord i have authority to lay it down and i have authority to take it up again this command i received from my father Hallelujah. That's why he could turn around when they wanted to stone him in Nazareth, you know, because a prophet is um, without honor in his own hometown, you know. But uh, what are these other sheep? Where does this context come from when it talks about these other sheep? You know, we see uh, the gathering of the multitudes at Mount Sinai, which, you know, we're getting to Shavuot, and that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the ketubah, the conditions of marriage being presented. Okay? It's, uh, it, it's, it, it's all about the marriage. So what have you got to do? We read this in uh, chapter 19, 20 of Exodus the other day. Clean your clothes. Purify yourself. You know, no one walks into... Uh, the temple back in the time of Yeshua, no one walked in that hadn't mikvahed. 
you know, you, you, you cleansed yourself before you walked in to his presence. How do we cleanse ourselves today? We cleanse ourselves with the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. So, you know, I want to encourage you. There's other sheep I have. At Mount Sinai, it wasn't just the house of Israel that stood there, but it was also those of other nations who were grafted in to Israel at the very first marriage. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Don't you love the word, huh? Don't we love the word? To be in his word is amazing. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that your word is life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we worship you. We worship you. Let's find that scripture. Let's find uh, our scripture. Hold on one second. A prophet is without honor in his own home. We want to be those that are pressing in to his presence. And, you know, as we were just uh, going through that, the, the scripture that's coming to mind is, is Jeremiah chapter 23 you know, about the power of his word. It says in verse 38, Although you claim this is the oracle of Yehovah, this is what Yehovah says. You, use, you used the words, this is the oracle of Yehovah, even though I told you that you must not claim this is the oracle of Yehovah. Therefore, I will surely forget you and cast you out of my presence along uh, with the city I gave to you and your fathers, I will bring upon you everlasting disgrace, everlasting shame that will not be forgotten. You know, so what's it talking about here? It's talking about those who are proclaiming this is the word of Yehovah, but really it's not. They're proclaiming their own word. They're bringing forth deception. They're bringing forth, uh, you know, a new order within the congregation and within the community. And, you know, this is what we see with false religions and false doctrines. We see uh, man trying to establish doctrines that don't line up with the Scripture. And, you know, we, we serve Yeshua, who is what? He is one who has come to bring peace. You know, if we go to Matthew chapter 10, let me just put a little placemat in there. Matthew chapter 10. Thank you, Father. Matthew chapter 10. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I didn't come to bring peace, but a sword, you know. But we know he is the Prince of Peace. We see it in Isaiah chapter 9. Um, you know, we see it in Luke chapter 2, where he talks about being the Prince of Peace. He will be the Prince of Peace. But here it says, Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace. So when we look at the actions of what Yeshua is saying in Jeremiah chapter 23, what's he saying? If you're bringing the wrong message, if you are deceiving the people, if you're taking them away from walking in the path of the Good Shepherd, then what's going to happen to you? You know, you are going to be dealt with 
you know, in a very different fashion. Oh, but you're sweet Jesus, you're sweet Yeshua. You know, you've got to bless me, you've got to forgive me. You know, what's the motive of your heart? We talked about being disciples to take hold of him. You know, I get lots of uh, feedback from people regarding how they have been treated by other brothers and sisters. And, you know, yeah, we will have conflict with others. You know, we are unique. You know, every one of us are different. We don't want to have the whole world full of Kenny Russells, you know. We want. We don't want to be cloned. We want the uniqueness of who the Father has called us to be. And we want to flourish how the Father has called us to flourish. But in the midst of that, you know, if you've got that pig-headedness that you've made a decision and you've talked yourself into something enough, you know, you can finally get to the place where you can believe a lie and think it's true. But the hand of Yehovah, he will bring order. He will bring order. So what does he say? Don't suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I didn't come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemy will be the members of his own house. Wow. Talk about tension. Talk about division. Why is this division coming forth? And it's coming forth because of the gospel, because of the good news. So if you're in an environment in your home where there is division, and the division is over the gospel and the dividing of the word, then I've got news for you. If 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 the if the partakers in the home, if if the people in the home are truly seeking the will of Yahovah, then we can get to a place where we can sit down and and search the scriptures. And prayerfully go into the scriptures to bring forth the truth, to bring unity back into the house. But if you go against the gospel, if you go against the good news of the gospel of the kingdom, it's going to bring division. You know, so we can we can pray peace, peace, peace. But, you know, what's important more than anything is that we get to the place that we are not seeking to cause severances in relationships where we can help it we should always be providing an environment with an open door for healing and restoration why because your actions could save someone's soul your actions could bring transformation into the hearts of those who are broken because if we you know if you see resentfulness bitterness and all these different things rise up. You know, it can get to a place where they can be cut off. So, anyway, the gospel is a gospel of peace to those who are receiving it. But to those who don't receive it, it is a sword. It is judgment that comes against you. And the reason why I'm sharing all this at the start is we're reading Isaiah 50. And the very first verse in Isaiah 50, it says, This is what Yehovah says. Where is your mother's certificate of divorce with which I sent her away? You know, where, where is uh, your mother's certificate of divorce? Where is it? You know, or to which of my creditors did I sell you? You know, what have I done with you? Have I put you out? Have I put you away? And, you know, 
some people uh, they don't want to look into the elements of the gospel concerning the marriage and the other point is they don't want to look into the gospel that there's only one gospel you know he's the good shepherd and he has sheep who are not of this flock but he's going to bring them in and he's going to make them one flock and with one shepherd it's, it's not going to be division it's not going to be here's a gospel for the Jewish people and here's a gospel for those of the nations you know don't misinterpret what it says in the book of Acts when uh, you know the the leaders and the assemblies got together to discuss what do we do with all these Gentiles or all these of the nations who are coming in what do we do with these people what what do we tell them to do you know we don't want them coming under uh, bondage of the practices of rabbinical or not rabbinical or Judaism you know Pharisaic rules you know praise Yahovah they get to come in but why should they get all this baggage but we want to get them to the place where they can hear the words of uh, the Messiah so that they can partake of his words so you know what's it saying where's your mother's certificate of divorce where is your certificate of divorce and we see that in Jeremiah chapter 3 uh, where the father brings forth divorce of the northern kingdom okay because of your sins you were sold because of your transgressions your mother was sent away you know so we're going to pay the price for the consequences of sin and this is why we want to keep short account with Yahovah you know man loves to tell you about your past sins you know, if someone gets upset with you today, it's amazing how many things they can use of your past to really make you feel miserable today. Some people have that ability, and, and all they want to do is pull people down. But are you a person who is lifting people up? Are you lifting others up? You know, and this is not called being soft, you know? But we, we've got to get to the place where we are not offended um, you know, how, how many times you get frustrated? You're trying to speak truth to someone and they're not getting it. And, you know, this is not just someone on the street. You know, this is someone you have to live with, you have to work with, part of your family, part of your relatives. You know, you want to be on the same page so you can fellowship as a family. In the family of Yehovah as a whole, the body of Messiah, you know, is made up of multiple family units all coming together and we're called to look after those who are on their own look after those who are single you know look after uh, those who are fatherless look after the widows look after the poor you know I was just watching uh, a video on Facebook uh, by a ministry in Johannesburg South Africa as they were taking food in wheelbarrows um, Bert Pretorius out to uh, the townships in South Africa and the the amount of food that they were giving into each home it might not look a lot to you just a wheelbarrow full of food you know when was the last time you went shopping for the family you know how big was that basket or that shopping cart shopping trolley depending on where you live how much food do we put in but there they are going out there you know with all these uh, wheelbarrow pushers loaded up with food and some of them walking over a kilometer getting to these shanty towns and and going to the doors and providing everybody in the entire village 
with this whole big wheelbarrow full of food. And that food would last them a couple of months. And you see the joy, you see how happy people are. You, you look at the children, and I've walked through these townships. I've been in these places where you've got extreme poverty, you know. You're walking into areas where you think, how could there possibly be hope? But why is there so much joy on their faces when they see you? Why why are they so receptive? You know, they're not in that position going, oh, poor me, look at me, this is awful. You know? But they recognize when you're coming, bringing hope. And when that ministry was out there in Johannesburg today and just going into those townships and bringing hope and bringing food and sharing the love of Yeshua... Man, the people were on fire. They were so blessed. And it's hard not to weep when we see what some people are living in, what they are going through. But, you know, what gets me every time, you know, I've got a picture up in my kitchen when I was out in one of the townships in Africa and just the young children, they just want to come up and touch you because, you know, you're in villages where they've never seen a white person, you know. And, you know, they haven't bathed, they haven't showered, you know. Um, you know, they're, they're stinking, you know, but they just want to touch you. They want to, you know, they, they just want to be recognized and, and, and be with you. And it's an amazing experience to see. And it's heartbreaking to see the poverty that is around us in the world. But we want to press in. But, you know, if we're in disobedience, what does the Father say? You know, I'm going to send you out. I'm going to cast you out. And, you know, we've got to use these events of wake-up calls. Am I in this situation because of sin? Or is this an, a, a, an attack of the enemy upon my life? Why are you going through the things that you're going through? Now, the majority of the time, this is something that you need to work out. You would never believe the amount of people who've come up to me over over the last 30 years. And, uh, you know, they've come up and they've said, you know, God's given me a word. And, you know, and then the word that comes forth, you're like, wait a minute. You know, what are you talking about? And I'm just going to share one example of this um, because I want you to realize that we are not called to operate uh, or, or we're not called to come under manipulative and lying prophecy. You know, just because someone's saying it that you respect, you've got to judge that word. You know, you've got to know that it weighs up. You know, look, if you're insecure and you're not stable in your faith, you know, it is so helpful when people come up and speak into our lives with the love of Yehovah to direct us, to help us come into the place of peace and come into security in his presence you know i'm not looking for the easy ride i don't know about you i didn't come to faith in yeshua expecting everything to be hunky-dory you know i came to faith in yeshua to to take up my execution stake and follow after an incredible savior who has supernaturally set me free i am transformed i am not the person i used to be so anyway, I'll, I'll never forget, you know, uh, back in Wales, you know, I don't know how many years ago, 20-something years ago, the father was blessing me in business and, you know, and then uh, he, he told me, I, I want you to move into another dimension. And I, I was partitioning the, 
the throne of Yehovah, saying, you've not called me to a local level, you've called me to the nations. You know, what's it going to take for me to be sent to go to the nations? Uh, this is BM, you know, or, or BCM, before cell phones. <laughs> BCM, what's that? Um, <laughs> oh, I forgot, I forgot my uh, uh, thing I do there. All right, forget it, don't worry. But, you know, this is before cell phones. This is before emails. You know, this is when you had to physically get on airplanes and fly all over the world to speak with people and minister to people. You know, you'd go on radio shows all over the world, television shows all over the world. Anyway, the father told me, you know, he explained to me, I'm called to the nations. You know, I'm not just called on a local level. And I remember saying to the father, thank you for all the blessings and everything that you have given me on this level. In the, you know, regionally within the nation in the UK. But father, you've called me to a higher place. And I asked him, what's the key? And he said, resurrection power. And as I studied in resurrection power, I realized the cost of going into resurrection power to really experience, you've got to die. And the father said, if you want to move into this dimension, it's going to cost you everything. You know, it's going to be a heavy cost. You know, not your family, your children, but it's going to be a heavy cost. And I saw how the father just started to break down so many things that were going on around me so many good things that I thought wow this is awesome this is great I'm just building a training center I've got 30,000 square foot of offices and you know everything's great I've got 10 companies and staff and different directors of the companies and hallelujah and then one day I'm I'm going to this meeting in London and uh, I'm with this other believer who moves in the prophetic and as I'm driving down to London this a uh, gentleman spent the entire trip, two hours of us getting to this meeting, trying to tell, you know, that what I am doing is of sin because of all the things I'm going through and I need to repent and I've got a spirit of pride and I'm missing God and this is all I'm hearing for two hours, you know, two hours of it, you know. You know, here, here's your 75 pages of the reason why you know you're you're out of god's covenant and maybe you've been in that place where someone's coming up and they are just talking nonsense you know they, they are speaking from their viewpoint they're not speaking from the viewpoint of the spirit and you know when i arrived at this uh location where this uh christian business meeting that i was attending was taking place i said to this gentleman i said listen i just want to get something very straight with you if you truly are a prophet, why are you speaking your opinion? Because a prophet is not called to speak his opinion. He's called to speak the word of Yehovah. I said, I am secure in who I am in Messiah. I understand exactly why I'm going through all the things that I'm going through in my life today. All the things you mentioned. The Father told me this is what's going to happen. He already warned me in advance. I was not surprised. I expected all these things to happen. You know, these would be signs of bringing me in to ministering into the nations. And, uh, you know, I said, if you truly are a prophet, then you cannot deliver your opinion. And I said, you need to repent. I'm not receiving your word that you've just spent the last two hours trying to speak into my life with manipulating an alien spirit. 
So, you know, we had to get out of the car after this conversation, you know, and go into this meeting. I'm glad they had praise and worship when we got in there because I'm telling you, look, I wasn't bothered, you know. I was more sad about what was going on in this individual's life, you know. And this is, a, this is you know, anyway, I'm not going to say who it is or who they are or, or the environment. So we come in, we're in the place of worship, and I'm just, I, I get in the place of worship after having your, your head chewed off for two hours. <laughs> it wasn't touching me, but I tell you what, it was so good to get in an environment where we could lift up the name of Yeshua. Let me tell you something, if the devil is hounding at you, gnawing at your neck, and just putting you down, you know, just get, just, just say, look, I'm just going to step out a moment I just need to get back to the place of worship and come into the place of worship before Yehovah and praise Him. So I'm, I'm in this meeting. There's, I don't know, 1,000, 1,500 people in this meeting. Tiered seatings in this in this theater. You know, you've got the stage and all this, the tiered seating all around and like, you know, semicircle type thing. And I'm just praising and hallelujah. Then all of a sudden, this person gets up, gets the mic, and she stops the music in the middle of a song. Okay, stop, stop. And I'm like already lost in the presence of Yahovah. She stops in the middle of the song. And she points to me and she says, stand up. And uh, I stand up and she says, hear the word of the Lord. And then she prophesies everything against what this supposed prophet spoke into my life everything she she just this this prophetess spoke everything in reverse to what was just said and then when she ended it i just lost my training center i just spent like eighty thousand pounds building out the training center over a hundred and odd thousand dollars uh renovating and building and i didn't get a walk into it and it, it looked like my entire world was falling apart but this was all of yahovah she gets to the end and the message was this, and yet will I build that, and yet will you build that training center? And yet will you build that training center? And talk about a slap in the face. The word wasn't for me. I was perfectly at peace with who I was called to be and walking in the spirit. The word that was being spoken was for the person that was sitting next to me. And I hope it was a powerful warning, and it was, because we talked about it on the way back. I didn't have to hate my brother because of his lying spirit and and all the things that he said against me we could leave the place and go home in an environment of love because there was correction that came in the presence of Yehovah I said all that to say this I said all that to say this that we have got to be in the place that we understand why we're going through the things we're going through in life you know, sometimes we just want to get to that place where you just throw the towel, just forget it. Okay, I'm done. You know, let me tell you something. Yeah, I, I was there tonight. I, you know, I'm not talking about emotionally. I wasn't depressed. I'm just saying, what is it going to take to, you know, deal with all of the assignments and all of the attacks and all of the things that's coming against us? What's it going to take? If it means, you know, 
if it means breaking everything down and going sitting in an apartment and coming against the principalities and breaking the assignments of the enemy so we can move forward in the freshness and refreshed and cleansed if that's what it takes hallelujah that's what it needs to take and you know that was uh, my conversation tonight you know how long you know how many more years <laughs> have we got to go through this and you know I had a, I had a visitor uh, from a friend uh, this evening in our community he came in and let me tell you something <laughs> you know I shared that with him and he's laughing at me he says you know you know, he spent 23 years, 30 years going through extreme warfare and is coming out of that at this time. And he said, listen, just pay the price, press on, press forward. And, you know, what an encouraging word. I'm thinking, do I lay this down? Do I lay that down? Should I focus on this? Should I focus on that? And, you know, in the midst of it, all I'm saying is, Father, I just want clarity. I want to clearly understand what you are saying. And if there's areas where we're, out of sync. Thank you, Father, for the body of Messiah speaking into our lives. Thank you, Father, when people wake us up and bring forth a word of truth because they have no idea half the time. We have no idea just how powerful our words are to bring encouragement, to help someone to fight the good fight. Come on, stay the course, you know? Run the race. You don't have to go off to the left or off to the right. And, you know, look, we don't, we don't want to hold stuff so tight. No, we, we hold it in the, you know, we put it on the palm of our hand. And, you know, Father, if it's something that we need a good grasp of, that's your word. That's what I'm going to have a grasp of. If it's things that's happening in this world, let me tell you something. If the enemy is coming to steal from you and rob from you, and, you know, he, he comes at you to break you down and wear you out, the Father is going to reward you. He will reward you in the midst of it. He will give you back, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hallelujah. Yeah, so, you know, we need the encouragement of others. But, but more than anything, never get yourself in the place where you're just so vulnerable based on what other people are speaking into your life because then you are going to be a victim of abuse. You're going to be in that place where you are going to be used and abused. You have to know who you are. You have to know how to walk. You have to take responsibility for your walk. So if you feel like you're in the environment where all you're doing is getting beaten up, you know, I'm talking about by the body, you know, I'm not talking about by the world now. I'm talking about by, you know, believers, family members, you know. What's the scripture? You know, don't think that I've come to bring peace. You know, here comes a sword. <clears throat> but he is the good shepherd. He will make a way for us. He will make a way. So anyway, we, we are trying to talk about Isaiah chapter 50, you know. But, you know, I just want to focus on what the father is saying because you know i want us to walk in freedom and you know i want us to take responsibility individually and corporately listen if we need to be accountable for the things that's going on if people are mistreating you you know i've been i've been praying through some of the comments some of the uh, messages i've received today from people who have been hurting and how they've been treated by others and it breaks my heart. It's, you know, it's like walking in the townships and seeing what's going on there. 
But you know what's the enemy trying to do? He's trying to he's trying to bring extreme poverty to you by robbing the plans and purposes of God right out your hands. And we say, Father, I thank you for Messiah. He is the good shepherd. He's not going to leave me. He's not going to forsake me. He's going to give me his Holy Spirit so that I know how to make decisions. And, you know, my word tonight, <laughs> what did I call this word tonight? Just let's, let's have a look at what we called it. At peace with Elohim. At peace with God. What does it mean? What am I saying at peace with God? I'm saying, you know, are we coming to the place where we are receiving the gospel, where we are walking in line with the gospel? You know, there we can be at peace. We can be at peace with him. Are we aligning with the words of Yehovah? That's where we've got to be. You know, that is where we've got to be, at peace with him. If you are not at peace with Yehovah, there's war coming. You know, Yeshua says, I am the Prince of Peace. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. But because of your sins you were sold, because of your transgressions, your mother was sent away. You know, don't just think you've got rights because of your royal heritage. You've got responsibilities. And, you know, we've got to get to that place where we take responsibilities. And, uh, you know, we're going to come to a time of prayer this evening as well. I want us to pray over some of these things. But I want to get to my my verse, you know. I'm trying to get to verse 7 here. But I want to get it within context. I want you to see what's surrounding the verse and what's happening. Verse 2, when I came, why was there, uh, why was there no one? When I called, why was there no one to answer? Was my arm too short to ransom you? Do I lack the strength to rescue you? By a mere rebuke, I dry up the sea. So we're going back to coming out of Egypt. And this is what we're talking about. We're talking about walking with Yehovah. We're talking about being at peace with Elohim and being in place. By a mere, a mere rebuke, I dried up the sea. I turned rivers into a desert. Their fish rot for lack of water and die of thirst. I clothe the sky with darkness and make sackcloth its covering. Sovereign Yehovah has given me an, instruct, an, an instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. Hallelujah. He wakens me when? Morning by morning. Sovereign Lord has given me an instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. What's the word that sustains the weary? We, we need the living word. You know, it's not religion. We need the living word. That's why I love as we come together live. You know, some, let me tell you something. Sometimes I press that button to go live on the broadcast and... I have no idea what we're going to talk about other than just the title, you know, which might have taken me 20 minutes to prayerfully press in over, sometimes two hours. You know, I want to be found in the place of prayer, so instructive words to bring deliverance, you know, instructive words that will sustain the weary. Don't give up. Your life is so precious. 
You are so precious in his sight. He is a good shepherd. Don't don't run away from the truth. Don't run away from his counsel. Don't run away from his discipline. Don't run away from, from holding on to being a disciple of Yeshua. No, press into who he is. He wakens me in the morning by morning. Listen, sometimes I wake up in the morning and this is this is why I wake up. I hear this double clap. It's like an angel comes, stands in my room and says, wake up. It's time, it's time for us to talk. It's time to get in the presence of Yahovah. It's so exciting. It gets to the place where sometimes I'm like, you know, in the kingdom, guess what? There's no sleep in the kingdom. You know, you would really want to practice the kingdom. You don't need to sleep in the kingdom. I'm not saying get tired and worn out, exhausted, burnt out and all those different things. But let's press in, you know. Don't worry about the comforts of that extra hour after your alarm clock goes off and you know you've got to get up, but your bed is just so warm. Your pillow is the best friend you've ever had and you're thinking, man, I just want to, oh, just another hour, just another half hour. Well, usually we say another five minutes, don't we? Another five minutes, another 20 minutes. He wakens me morning by morning. And, you know, the majority of the time that's I hear this clapping, you know, this clap that wakes me up instantly. I'm wide awake, wide awake. I'm not like, oh, I'm just, whoa, I'm wide awake. Yes, I want to hear from you, Father. I want to know who you are. Sovereign Yahovah has opened my ears and I have not been Rebellious, I have not drawn back. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. You know, what does it mean to pull out your beard? You know, it's coming against your respect. You know, it's coming against your self-dignity. And that's why we're talking about, you know, those people who are trying to speak into your life to pull you down, to tell you, you're, you're just worthless, you're no good. What do you know? What do you know? What do you understand? You know, I'll tell you what you're going through. I'll tell you what's going on in your spiritual life. No. No, that, that's manipulation, controlling spirits. That's abuse. But what we want is we want to create an environment where we can communicate the truth in love so we can all together walk in the presence of Yahovah, walk into his truth and see victory in Messiah. It's not easy when we're coming into the new. It's not easy. You know, because there's there's so many areas of our life that become uncomfortable as the Father is revealing his truth to us. It's not easy. But if we will just yield to him, he says, the sovereign Lord has opened my ears and I have not been rebellious. I'm not going to come against your word. And I've done it. And I know we all have. When the Holy Spirit told me for 12 weeks every morning when he woke me up, I've called you back to business. This is back in 1993, 92, 93, 93. I've called you back to business. I'm like, get behind me, Satan. How dare you sound like the Holy Spirit? <laughs> you know, isn't it amazing? You know, we get so upset when other people are speaking the wrong stuff to us. But what are you speaking to yourself? You know? 
Are you just as guilty as the other people speaking negativity into your life? We've got to start speaking forth his promise. So I heard the word of the Father. I'm calling you back to business. But I refused to listen. Why? Because I didn't understand. I was taught that to work in the world is the spirit of mammon. And I'm called to be uh, in service of the king. I'm called to be in ministry. So I'm not going to work in the world, even though I had companies from 11 years old. Uh, you know, I was involved in, in business. I loved business, but I gave up all those things to serve Yahovah. And then here comes the Holy Spirit telling me, I'm calling you back to business. I'm like, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> you know, how dare you sound like the Holy Spirit? Then one morning after 12 weeks, I woke up and listen, I knew exactly how long this time had been because there was times in the day where I just felt the finger of Yahovah on my life. You know, what he's saying, are you listening? Are you listening? Are you rebelling? And then he said this, you are disobedient to my, <laughs> you, you're disobedient. Uh, I'm like, what? You're disobedient to my will. You're not walking in my ways. Oh, that got my attention. That got my attention more than anything. Now I wasn't listening to my flesh trying to talk back to the voice of Yehovah. Why? Because I don't understand. You know, I go into my office and I'm just before the Father. Father, I don't understand. What do you mean you're calling me back to business? You know, he didn't, he didn't say you'll understand. He doesn't want us to walk in our understanding. He understands. He will walk and guide us in the way we should go. I said, okay, I repent. I'm out of line. I'm in rebellion. You know, you've given me your ear and I'm not listening to you. I want to hear from you. I want the promises and blessings of Yehovah in my life. And after I repent and get up and, you know, share with Haley what's going on, about an hour later there's a knock on the door and it's a businessman. He says, I want to give you this project. You have unlimited resources. The rest is history. You know, talk about the blessings of Yehovah. The victory of Yehovah. How fast. Listen, if I was still in rebellion and I was refusing to listen and I didn't have that time of repentance, Teshuvah, you know, what would I have said to that person at the door who was giving me a business, a company? What would I have said? I would have said, I don't think so. In 2004, the Father gave me a word at the beginning of the year. I'm going to give you a satellite network in uh, either October or November, back in 2004. I'm like, hallelujah. You know, he didn't say I'm going to give you a spot for half an hour on, on a TV station. He said, I'm going to give you a satellite network. And exactly uh, at the end of the year, you know, or, or in line with that prophecy, October, November, I can't remember. Maybe I've got some brain fog tonight. Let me take a drink of water and make sure I've got the fuel going on here. I launched a network called the Christian Family Channel in London, and it was all supernatural how all the things came to be. You know, I launched it with hardly any money. I signed contracts for millions of dollars with no money in the bank. You know, probably like 50, 50 pounds, you know, 20, 20, uh, 15 dollars or, you know, 50 pounds or 65 dollars, something like that, you know. 
I launched an entire satellite network and I sold it the day I launched it and that's the platform of Daystar in Europe today the father knows what he's doing he knows how he's going to provide for you he knows how he is going to make a way for you so don't be in rebellion but what we want to do is we want to get to that place where we are uh, being established and understanding why are we going through the things that we're going through we should not be in confused and we definitely don't want to be in the place where we are reliant on what other people are speaking into our lives you know this is time to grow up it's time to say you know what father I've been walking with you and I repent for just always trying to submit to man I need to submit to you and to your ways and you know give me an, an, an instructed tongue to know the word and sustain, that, that sustains the weary he wakens me in the morning by morning wakens my ear to listen like one being taught it's his words we need sovereign Yehovah has opened my ears and I've not been rebellious I have not drawn back and this is what we've got to do we keep pressing forward come on press forward you know uh, and just like me tonight I'm like you know what and, and I was asking the father it wasn't it wasn't like oh I'm done I can't take it anymore yes I can take it why because in my weakness he is strong yeah, I'm not concerned about that I'm just asking the father for the strategy of the spirit what do I need to do you know if I need to go sit in an apartment if I need to liquidate everything and get in a place if that's what it takes to bring forth the breakthrough if I've got to go on a 40 day fast and just you know press in if that's what it takes that's what we'll do then the father brings forth the answer very fast why because he opens our ears and we've not drawn back it's not a statement of I surrender I give up no I don't give up I don't surrender I'm not looking for plan B. I'm pressing forward in his presence. So what's the enemy want to do? He wants to rip the beard right off your face. Why does he want to do that? Because he wants to come against uh, your respect. He wants to come against your authority in who you are. Hallelujah. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. This is exactly what happened to Yeshua. He's already set the example Verse 7, because the sovereign Lord, Yehovah, helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know that I will not be put to shame. And I just want to encourage you right now, set your face like a flint. Come on, come on. Why? Because sovereign Yehovah, he helps me. I will not be disgraced. Oh, when people wah, 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 wah. My ears don't open to that stuff. What are my ears open to? The instruction of the king. Where's your ears today? Are you hearing from heaven? Hallelujah. Esther says, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8, But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he is denying, he's denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Amen. We've got Shelley says, yes, amen. 
uh, break the assignments of the enemy that's operating in my family and within my extended family. I can see it happening and I pray against it in Yeshua's name. I stay the course with Yeshua. Amen. Well, we stand in the gap with you, Shelley, and we and we just come into agreement. And Father, what we ask for more than anything is we ask for restoration within our family. Father, bring the breakthrough, Father, of your word. We cancel the assignments of the enemy. We release the authority of the Spirit. And we ask for your word to come alive and for there to be healing and deliverance and transformation so there is unity in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. So anyway, all I was trying to do is just get my get to my verse. You know, that's what's happened tonight. Yeah, I'm just trying to get to my verse. Therefore, I've set my face like a flint and I know I will not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who then will bring charges against me? Let us face each other. Who is my accuser? Let him confront me. It is the sovereign Lord who helps me. Who is he that will condemn me? Listen, you know, you come against me, you come against my God. Why? Because I will not move in a spirit of rebellion. I will not back down. I'm not going to draw back. I'm going to stay in that place of agreement in the Spirit. I'm going to release the victory of Yahovah over my life. You know, I'm coming to Shavuot expecting a mighty outpouring. I want fresh bread, manna from heaven, a fresh outpouring from the Spirit. I don't want yesterday's manna. No, I want the provision of the food of the Word of Yahovah in my life as we are being prepared to be sent. So Shavuot's the time where we declare who we are in Him. Confess. What did Peter say? Confess, repent, be mikvah, cleanse yourselves. Come on, follow Him, follow Him. At peace with Elohim, at peace with God. Are you at peace with God? Are you walking with him? Do you feel like God's coming against you? Or is it just this wah, wah, wah of people who are wolves? They're not shepherds. They're not out for the interest of the blessing of the body walking in unity. No, they're just looking to see the sheep scattered so that they can devour the sheep of the pasture. David was one who fought the lion, he fought the bear. And you, Goliath, who are you, you uncircumcised Philistine? Speaking against my God, speaking against my people? We've got to stand up and say enough's enough. Enough is enough. It's the sovereign Lord, verse 9, who helps me. Who is he that condemns me? They will, they will all wear out like a garment. The moths will eat them up. That's right. <laughs> All that stuff that you're facing right now, there's a day coming where it won't even exist. You're going to look back. <laughs> you're going to look back and praise the Father for the testimony of what he is establishing in your life today. Thank you, Father, for the victory. Thank you, Father, for the victory. Who among you fears Yahovah and obeys the word of his servant? Let him who 
walks in the dark, who has no light, trust in the name of Yahovah. Oh, we're coming to a good point in a second. Let him who walks in the dark, who has no light, trust in the name of Yahovah and rely on his God, rely on Elohim. But now all of you who light fires and provide yourselves with flaming torches, go walk in the light of your fires and of the torches you have set ablaze. This is what you shall receive from the hand, from my hand. You will lie down in torment. Oh yeah, you, you just you want to go do it yourself. You go do it yourself. You go light your fire. You want to find out how you're going to walk this journey. You you want to you just go get your own light. You just get your what artificial light. If you recognize, you know what I'm in dark. I don't know where I am right now. I don't understand what I'm going through right now. Just as most days we come to the Word, I don't know what the Father's going to say. I don't know how He's going to minister to us. I just pray that we minister directly into the hearts of of those who are gathering here and those who are listening. You know, it doesn't need to be live to be receiving this word. You know, if you're listening to this word, watching this word, I believe that this is a timely word to bring transformation and blessing into your lives. Hallelujah. But now, all you who light fires and provide yourselves with flaming torches. Go walk in the light of your fires. I don't want to take advice from people who all they want to do is self-promote on who they are and what they do and what they are. No, I want to hear from heaven. I want people to be talking about the boldness and the testimonies of Yahovah. That's not prideful because it's not about centered in you. You're just sharing the glory and the excitement of the great things that he has done. That's not prideful. <clears throat> I was in a home a number of weeks ago where the husband lost it. He says, all you've done is talked about yourself. I'm like, if that's what you think I came in here to do, you just missed everything. I didn't come here to talk about myself. I come here to proclaim the promises of Yehovah and, and how to attain them so you can walk in victory. And if that offends you, and, and we're at war right now in the midst of it, so be it. Let's be at war, but you need to line up with the gospel of the kingdom. This is the gospel of the kingdom. Stop denying the power of the Spirit, and let's walk in the word with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Who among you fears Yehovah and obeys the word of his servant? Let him who walks in the dark, who has no light, trust in the name of Yehovah and rely on his God. I trust and rely on you, Father. You're the one that's bringing me through this. You just call out to him right now, wherever you are. Father, we just pray right now that you do a mighty work within our lives. We release an outpouring of your spirit right now to bring transformation into our lives. Lola says, Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. When your word came, I ate them, and they were my joy and my heart's delight, for I bear your name, Yehovah Elohim Almighty. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Lola. Praise the name of Yeshua. 
Yes, Russell, it's all about him. It's all about him. So don't get caught out. Don't go through your life in the vulnerability of not being studied in the Word to the place where you understand why you're going through the things that you're going through. You know? You can't control what man do, what man say, but you can control what comes into you. You can control it. You don't have to listen. But we want to be fine-tuned to the voice of Yehovah so we understand where we're at. Let's not take this walk for granted. And let's not get caught up in religion. We're walking in relationship in the presence of a mighty God. And it's all about him. Thank you, Father. Well, I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the message. I have no idea how long we have ministered for tonight. It's probably an hour. Maybe, maybe a little over. But I love and appreciate every one of you. I thank you for joining with us. And, you know, look, be encouraged. Be encouraged. If you want to email me, it's kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. I'm not even going to write it tonight. If you want to give, support the ministry, you can go to bulldozerfaith.com. You'll see a tab for giving. Thank you for standing with us for all those who pray for the ministry who pray for what we do as we are on the front line. Listen, we're up against the battles. You know, we're pressing forward. There's so much to deal with, you know, but we're at rest and peace in the Father. We're not going to be at war with the Father, but we will be at war with those who come against the gospel of the kingdom. But let's minister in a way where we bring people into truth. We don't want to destroy them, but we want to bring them into truth. Hallelujah. All right, well, thanks for joining with me. Um, it's really been a blessed time tonight. I've really enjoyed this. I've been refreshed, um, you know, and encouraged at what the Father has done today. What a great day. You know, for me, I'm coming to the end of my day. Well, it's the morning, you know. But praise his holy name. He is faithful. I love Yehovah. With all of my heart, with all of my soul. What a blessing it is to serve him. Be encouraged. Be strengthened. Don't let the enemy rob from you. Don't let man speak lies. Don't let man pull you down. <laughs> Come on. Know who you are in him. And then you're not going to be beaten up to the left and the right any longer. Be blessed and encouraged. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Come on, we've only got a few days to go. Until we get to Shavuot on Saturday evening. Shalom, shalom, hallelujah. Oh, don't forget, share with others. Share with others right now. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, um, you know, sign up. Make sure you, you subscribe so you know when we come live. Because we never know when we're coming live. <laughs> All right, blessings, blessings, shalom, shalom. <laughs>